This is cassette tape number seven. Uh, we are going. Hello, this is another episode of I Will Write Your Book. My name is Will Hines. I'm a ghost writer. I write books for other people. And this podcast is my recordings of my meetings with my various clients. Uh, with me, as always, is my copy editor, Karen Donahue. Hello, Karen. Hey, Will. Um, how's it going? How's your day? Uh, pretty great. Went out on the boat this weekend. Went on a boat? Wow. Um, my boat. Took the boat what? out. Oh, I, f- I forgot you had a boat. Is twenty-one um, footer. Good heavens! Good. Wow, you just took it. Do you have a crew of people that you deal with that, or? No, I drive my boat. I keep it in a slip down at the marina. That's incredible. Yeah, I take friends out on the boat. Have great. Oh, I, it's great time. Great time. I guess I've heard you mention it before, but I I didn't. A twenty-one foot boat by yourself is incredible. I'm I'm really impressed. It's not that big, actually. Okay, well, it's it impresses me. I I got I, I got the old huffy out this weekend. I went for a little cruise around the block, just trying to get the old heart pumping. Oh, just around the block. You just rode your bike around the block. That's all I could do. There's a, there's sort of a hill, right on the back half of it that really that really takes it out of me. Heartbreak Hill, I call it. It's not much of a hill. It's a slope. Yeah, I've been over there. Not really much of a hill at all. Okay. Well, anyway, uh, we got a uh, an interesting guest today. Well, I, I, you know what? I don't know anything about the the guest we have. So why don't we uh, why don't we bring him on? I'm curious to see what um what our um what our project is for this. Could have said that perhaps in a less clumsy way. Let's. It's um, okay. Hey, Will. Yeah, Karen. It's all right. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, all right. Uh, our gentleman's name is Kobe Mojito. I think I've connected him. We're all talking over Zoom, of course. Kobe, are, are you there? Yeah, hi. I, I'm I'm here. Hi. Oh, great. Hi, Kobe. Thanks. Uh, this is Will Hines. We've corresponded a little bit over email. Good to talk to you. Hello, Will. And uh, uh, my copy editor, as you can see here, is on the call, Karen Donahue. Hi, Karen. Hey, Kobe. How you doing? Boy, you have a glow to you. Have you been out on a boat? <laughs> you know, actually, I have been. I have a boat. Oh, oh, one footer. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, you look like someone who's gotten some sun recently. Good for you. Hey, hey you should come you, out. You should come out on the boat with me sometime, Kobe. Oh, I'd love to. I get I get so seasick, just immediately seasick. Oh yeah, just take a little Dramamine. Okay, hey, Karen, you never. I I'd love to go. Actually, I'm I'm pretty free on most weekends. Huh. Well, all right. We'll talk about it later. Uh, Kobe, thank you so much for uh for wanting to talk with us. I guess let's let's see if this is a good fit. I um, let's just jump right into it. Why don't you tell us what your idea is for your book or what you're what you're generally thinking about? Uh, okay. Well. First off, this is a thank you so much for talking with me because oh, I'm an ideas guy. I'm not like mm. a, you know, I, I, I'm not someone who's going to put ink to paper and yes. figure I, that's just not my world. I, I've got Understood. concepts, I've got ideas. More than anything, I got money. Oh, uh, so that- <laughs> I, I've got, I've got, th- thanks for the, due to some inheritance I got uh, from my uh, late aunt, uh, RIP. Oh. Uh, I was able to obtain the book rights to the Donkey Kong 64 video game. Oh, um, incredible. Uh, Well, first of all, an idea man who doesn't maybe maybe isn't quite ready to do the details and to do the execution of idea. That is a perfect type of person to hire a ghostwriter. So I think that already sounds like it's a good fit. Great. And you want to adapt uh, a game. So I'm not uh, Donkey Kong 64, you say? 
Yeah, so this was the Nintendo 64 entry in the Donkey Kong franchise. You know, it had been rebooted by Rare as Donkey Kong Country for the Super Nintendo, and they had a couple entries for the Super Nintendo and for the Game Boy, and then Donkey Kong 64 took the series into 3D for the first time. So it it was a big moment for the franchise. I I tried to get the whole Donkey Kong Country franchise, and they were like, that's off the table but with the capital that you were able to put up, we can give you just Donkey Kong 64. Wow, how much did that cost you? I mean, it's gauche to, to throw out these numbers. Sure, but sure, yeah, yeah. I get, you know, whatever, this is a private call. Uh, right, yeah. Uh, three quarters of a million dollars. That's oh. really something, good heavens. Yeah. Um, well, good for you to take the initiative. You got on the phone with, I guess it would be Sony, to, to negotiate with them the, the, the rights of this stuff? Uh, it's actually Nintendo. Nintendo Oh, owns, right, right, yes. right. Yeah, yeah. You just said it. Can I, boy, let me just, not Are to Are you writing into, this down, Will? I'm just, I'm stunned, yes. You should I'm write shaking. that down because yes. you yeah, should be yeah. taking notes on the call. Good, good, good point. You said you wanted rights to the whole Donkey Kong Country franchise? Yeah. Is what does Donkey Kong Country mean? Does that just mean the Donkey Kong universe, or is the Donkey Kong Country itself a subset of the Donkey Kong universe? Uh, you really drilled it down there. It it is Donkey Kong existed, and then they in the nineties Mario they took, happened. Mario happened. Mario was a part of Donkey Kong. Mario went off and did his whole his own thing, and that, yes. as we know, was you know it's that's huge. That's historic. Do you think right. there's animosity there between Mario and Donkey Kong? Yeah. Do you think there's beef? Um, I, you know, it's hard to say. We've seen Donkey Kong show up in the Mario Kart franchise, mm. so I have to think that maybe if there was some beef, that that's perhaps been squashed. Right. Uh, maybe because Donkey Kong was later able to set up his own little little hustle. Uh, but I, I don't know. Yeah. I honestly don't know. Yeah. I hope they're friends. I mean, Donkey Kong is the hardest one to drive in Mario Kart. He's the hardest to control. You think he's doing that on purpose, or that feels like he's a bit undermined? Mm. I, I mean, I don't know. It, it's it's possible that you know because of uh, because of some perhaps resentment that Mario feels towards his former rivals, you know, uh, and current rivals, and putting you know, rocks we, we, in his pockets, maybe. Yeah, and maybe he's maybe he's doing that to Donkey Kong and to Bowser and to Wario, saddling them as the heavier characters. Yeah, uh, however, I mean, Wario, you know, yeah, they're they're a tougher raw deal. I think they're tougher to control, but they do have a high a, a higher top speed, so it's a trade off. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Seems like a convenient out. Anyway, I'm not an expert. Donkey Kong Country means Donkey Kong Universe, but not including the Mario. Yeah, Mario. Things, sort of. I knew Mario was we're, off we're, the table immediately. There's no way I'm Donkey gonna... Kong is the central character. That's Donkey Kong Country. That's correct. Okay. But of that, you were able to secure for $750,000 approximately the rights to just the Donkey Kong 64 game. That's correct. 3D Donkey Kong. Yes. Now, I'm not super familiar with that particular game. I'm very familiar with the original Donkey Kong arcade game, of course. I'm really familiar with Super Mario Brothers, Mario Kart. I've played a little Dr. Mario. I maybe have not done any other Donkey Kong games, I think. Karen, have you? Uh, who can remember? Yeah, our lives are little tapestries of mm. uh, of foggy memories. But I, I, so okay, would, what is is it a is it a really good story? Because I know video games can have incredible stories. I just finished yeah. The Last of Us recently, the um, post apocalyptic oh, yes. Sony PlayStation game, and it was just it was moving, and the storytelling was incredible. And are I was you, are you trying to it. do a plug? 
I, I, I am trying to. I have no deal with with Sony PlayStation, but certainly I would love it if The Last of Us ever wanted to sponsor this podcast. I would Cause, be thrilled because The Last of Us Two is about to release as of this meeting, so it does. I think Karen's maybe on this. This this feels like this is maybe a branded plug you got here. I'm. It's sort of an unsolicited uh, freebie. I'm giving them a freebie, hoping to hoping to entice them to get more. Yeah, mm. I, I've got a little bit of an agenda. That's it's true. That's not how you do it. That's not how you do it, right, Kobe? Okay. Well, yeah, I don't I think, think that's how nice. you do it. No, it's not. How I think you do sometimes it. you give out a free one for these brands, and they hear about it, and they come a sniffing. So mm. I think that's maybe the way to do it. So The Last of Us, great. You game. want them I to love... chase you. They. You want them to chase you. Well, you got they got to hear about you first. That's how I'm going to do it. So anyway, that one has a great story. Is Donkey mm. Kong 64 a similarly gripping story? No, oh. I mean, it's n- not really. It's okay. if you're comparing it to Last of Us, you're comparing not just apples and oranges. You're comparing apples and battleships. It's not. Okay. It's not it's a-, a bleak oh. post-apocalyptic. Hey, no problem. Meditation on the human condition. Sure. Well, hey. Uh, there's lots of lots of different types of books out there, so we can get Donkey Kong 64 into a book, I'm sure. Are yeah. there ladders? Boy, that's a great question. Are there ladders in Donkey Kong 64? I don't believe there are. Are there barrels? There are definitely barrels. Barrels nice. are a big element. So here's the thing, and this is this is maybe, and you know, I don't know. Again, you're the you're the expert at crafting that's narrative. Right. I don't know if there's something to detailing Donkey Kong's relationship with barrels because, you know, that's the thing for me playing these games is does Donkey Kong like or dislike barrels? Certainly in, in the first, the original Donkey Kong, he's flinging barrels at Mario. Uh, but then yeah. in, in the Donkey Kong Country franchise, he is freeing uh, Diddy Kong, his companion from barrels. And then also jumping into barrels, which are used as cannons to fling him to other platforms. So barrels have a complicated relationship with Donkey Kong, the character. Right. So maybe maybe he was originally imprisoned by barrels. And that's why he's throwing them. You know, he's saying, you know, I'm sick of this. I'm breaking free. We open on a French. We open on a French prison. Donkey Kong is is locked inside of a barrel, you know, and there's a maybe a anthropomorphic barrel guard with a with a bayonet outside the door taunting him, you know. Uh, now, now you said anthropomorphic barrel guard. Yeah, like a barrel who is also a person and is a guard, and you know, you know, we don't. It's kind of complicated. In, yeah, it's I'm picturing like a barrel with googly eyes. Is that what you're thinking? Yeah, barrel's got big googly eyes. He's and got a bayonet. Two little, Two clown feet, but he's French. You know, he's got a big mustache, horizontal okay. striped shirt, and he's a French barrel guard, and he's just he's taunting Donkey Kong. We open in the middle of psychological torment. You know, Donkey Kong has just been, like, encased in this barrel for months and months with minimal food, being tortured. And You stupid American, you stupid American Donkey Kong. Googly, googly. So he's saying that... In, in in your and and uh, you know again you're the expert here but in your yeah. imagination Donkey Kong's nationality is American. I'm yes I, I we're going for an American market I feel. Got what, it. What, what do you imagine his? I mean is he Japanese? It's a J- Japanese. I mean company. I thought he existed in a different world. Uh, like well, there's not really our countries are not really part of the story. Yeah I did, I never thought that Donkey Kong Country was the United States. Uh, but I mean, that's certainly pitch. that's a take. Soft the pitch. No, Donkey I'm, Kong is a Brooklyn Brooklyn resident. That is the softest of pitches. Okay, all right, we can roll with that for now. I mean, and, Bensonhurst. and see where that takes us. 
Um, I don't know the different neighborhoods of Brooklyn, but uh, but you know, I think I do know that specificity always helps That's in right. storytelling. I, I, for me, I'm curious, is the barrel in your mind, the barrel he is entrapped in, another barrel that has consumed him? Yes. Yes. The, the barrel, the barrels are people and some of them are anthropomorphic guards. The ones with googly eyes will be guards and the one, but then there's also monstrous barrels who are sort of just creatures who can devour you slowly like a boa constrictor. Wow. And uh, you you tell by whether they have Google, but I, I don't know. I've never played the Donkey Kong sixty four game. Is this anything like? You're the idea, man. What what, what would you envision? Your ad- let's put a pin in mine, and I'll and I'll maybe bring it back in if it fits. Yeah, let's put a pin in it. Well, there is an existing, and I'm not saying we have to keep this, but there is an mm. existing antagonist in Donkey Kong sixty four, King K. Oh. Rule, oh, uh, well. who is a gigantic uh, gator creature, and he has his his uh, minions, the Kremlings. Who are also, you know, kind of gators. It's it's kind of a a primate versus reptile reality that is being established in the Donkey yeah. Kong Country universe. Um, and that's not true in our reality, right? Gorillas don't normally get involved with crocodiles, as I I've never seen that happen. I don't, you know, I've never seen a a, a gorilla versus crocodile fight. I would imagine if you put them next to each other, you know, they would not be fast friends. I don't uh, think they would get along. No, I yeah. think they would be put off by each other at the very least. But I think that but I don't think they're natural enemies. Do crocodiles have a sort of hierarchy of kings and minions? Is there does that sort of social order emerge in crocodile? I always thought of them as solitary creatures. Yeah, I, I don't see them as pack, but okay. Hey, you know well, what? This is I another don't know. when I've ever seen crocodiles, there's a bunch of them. There's a bunch you see of crocodiles, true. Karen? Yes, I've seen crocodiles. Wow, good. I've always seen them in like a zoo, you know what I mean, and in YouTube videos. Well, you got to get out, travel a little, Will, expand Karen, the world. You, you ever take that one. boat out on the open ocean and, and see some see some crocs or gators? Oh, I've seen a whale before. Wow. Wow, a whale? Yeah, right under the boat. Huge. Whoa, my They're gosh. They're bigger than you imagine. Breathtaking. Life-changing, really. It's incredible. Yeah. Karen, and this is when you're alone on a boat? You're like a Hemingway character. Hmm. I don't know about that. Uh, She's Louise. This is, I apologize if this is a, a naive question, but, you know, I mentioned I get very seasick. I have, I have trouble going on uh, on boats, but have you ever, you know, been swallowed whole by a whale? Like Jonah? Uh, I have been swallowed whole. What? Wow. That's uh, incredible. I can't, care. I can't believe this. I ask you all the time how your weekend is. You've been swallowed Hole by a whale like Pinocchio? I lost the boat. Okay, the whale digested the boat, but I was able to uh, get out through the blowhole. <laughs> That's a blowhole like... on top. I was able to escape through the blowhole. So you made it from the stomach, the stomach into I his could... respiratory system, and then out the blowhole. Well, it was. I didn't make it all the way to the stomach first. I was holding on for dear life. Oh, I see. You know, and he's chomping up my boat, and I was like, oh, they. But, you know, I filed a claim on my insurance. And, you know, it actually worked out better because now I have this beautiful 21-footer. That was a 19-footer. And I was like, so hey, that's you know how what? you got it. Yeah, that's how I got it. Insurance claim. Thank you, State Farm. That's how wow. you do a plug. That, that is a, that's an amazing plug. Uh, Sounds like you, just in the nick of time, found a way to escape death, much like the protagonist in The Last of Us. Well, 
you know, once you're, you see your own mortality, well, I don't know if you ever have witnessed your own mortality. I mean, I think about it. I don't know. Yeah, if I... you just think about it. You don't do anything about it. Never okay, well, it. once you once you witness, you bear witness to your own mortality, you can pretty much do anything. Yeah, I will say. I'm and and by the way, Karen, I don't know if you're an uh, an, an author or aspiring author yourself, but you got a book right there. I mean, the, the tale of yes. being swallowed whole by a whale and, and escaping the bull. You're not interested in that in selling yeah. that idea? That's not an amazing interested. story of survival. Books Even are just boring, sh- to be honest with you. Books, books are, boring. are boring. That's your whole career right now. Karen, that's what I hire. I mean, I know you're in charge of the I'm grammar I'm a copy only. editor. Yeah. yeah. I'm in charge of the grammar. So Even why, just a list of the facts would be a compelling short story. You don't even have to worry about crafting see, the narrative. See, this is to, why I never tell you anything, Will. You get on my case about it. I'm and you want to know every case, little I, thing. You want to know every little thing. You're just bleeding me dry for details. I'm just marveling that you were swallowed whole by a whale and then crawled out through a blow. It's a, I, get, I opened up this episode telling you how I rode my bike around the block. I mean, you know, that, that's why I'm impressed that you... Even you seeing a whale is was like that. Was it a new most... Huffy? Is it a new Huffy? No, it's old. Is, was it your Huffy from when you were a kid or you got it off yes. eBay or what? No, it was your Huffy? You still have your Huffy from when you were yeah, a I'm kid? Yeah, I'm sentimentally attached to it. It's a banana seat. It's got an orange flag. It's got a card in the spokes, and I love it. Well, you know what? Sometimes you got to let go of Never. the past. Never. Now, Kobe, you've secured, a, you, you've secured these rights. This is a thing of passion for you. This is something that you desperately want to develop. Yeah, I mean, I love the game. What to you is important about the game that you want to capture? What speaks to your heart that we have to get right in this book? Great question. I think the main thing is that Donkey Kong has a coconut gun that fires in spurts. And if he shoots you, it's going to hurt. And I think that's a thing that a lot of people remember from the Donkey Kong 64 rap that opens the video game. Oh, there's a rap. Yeah, there's a rap song. And I think I would just really feel like whatever, however we realize, you know, however we can change the antagonist, we can make it this French barrel reality. But whatever it is, I think we, I just want to make sure that the coconut gun fires in spurts because I think that'll be a nice bit of fan service. Coconut gun firing in spurts and it should hurt. Yeah, when it shoot, when he shoots you, it's gonna hurt. Do you know approximately what year this came out? Like when this game came out? Uh, 1999. Okay, 99. And so it had a rap opening, because that was like a thing then, right? Like Wild Wild West would have like a Will Smith theme song that was a rap, and yeah, you'd have a rap. Told you the story of yeah. The... Usually coming in the end credits, summarizing the movie you'd just seen. This was kind of an inversion of that, a clever one, yeah. if I might editorialize, uh, where it came yeah. before as as, as kind of pro- of a prologue during the main menu, telling you the game that you were about to experience. Almost an overture. Yeah, an uh, overture, uh, if you will. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, an overture. Uh, that's how I say it, overture. Well, that's not. Right. I think that's the correct pronunciation. It's, it's not French right. in origin. It's French in origin. Hey, I've, uh, Kobe, I, a, how did Kobe had your aunt die? Just old um, age, or I. I mean, it, it's why I wanted to ask. She was swallowed by a whale. Oh my gosh! Oh, she yeah, didn't make gosh. it. She, she didn't, didn't make it. Yeah, no, they. I mean. They found just her arm bone, like just one of one arm, right. um, hanging outside of a beached whale's blowhole. Right, and she that's all. She that's all we recovered. She probably didn't have the upper body strength. She couldn't she quite was, pull herself. You really up there. need. That's why you got to do uh, pull-ups, Will. 
because you never know we're going to need that upper body strength. Okay, it saved my life. You got to do some pull-ups. I know you can't even do one. You can't even manage one one. yet. It's tough because it's all strength to weight ratio. You know, you can be if you're if you're a smaller if you got a lower body weight, you can just crank out twelve reps, no problem. But you know, you start to be a a larger person. It's it's tough. Yeah. You got a little heft to you. Suddenly, your little your arms seem rinky dink. Yeah, you know, uh, right. Yeah, that's where you're little, at. That's where you're that, at. Well, you got a little I, heft. I'm gonna your arms do one. Dink. And now, were you and your aunt close? Uh, yeah, she raised me. Oh, oh really? My gosh. Wow. Yeah. Oh, gosh, what a tragedy. It was and one she, of those things where she, you know, I thought she was my mom, and right. then it turned out that she was my aunt. Um, and then oh. it, it turned out that my mom actually had been buried alive. Oh my god! So there's that... just like some some in, unimaginable tragedy. In See, now that yes. happened to me, but I made it out. You she were buried, buried, alive. buried alive. Yeah, but I made it out. How'd you, how, how did you? How did this happen? When did it, when was this? See, this is the thing. You want all these details. You want to know everything. I'm honestly not trying to bleed you dry. I think like you tell anybody that you were buried alive and you made it out. The next question would be what happened? I was 19. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, yes. It's, you know, it's tough. It's tough to get out. You really got to start small. What the problem is people start to panic. Right. You know, when they're buried alive, their breathing becomes erratic. They're... You know, a lot of times it's just like they're having a panic attack and they can't catch their breath. The the key to being buried alive and getting out of it, stay calm. Stay, stay calm. calm. Start small. Start small. Start a little dig. Move a little fingertip. Start a little dig. You know, as people are like, I got to get out of here. You know, it's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. There's oxygen in soil. You're going to make it. It's really How long easy. did it take you? Probably about nine and a half hours, if I'm That's honest. An Start incredible to mental Start to stamina. Unbelievable. Start to finish. Don't you were just panic. Cool as a cucumber. Don't panic. Yeah. This is, I, I regret. I regret most of the anecdotes that I have told you as as believing that they were worthy of conversation. Well, you I just know this a bit. you haven't lived well. This was just a. Yeah, I knew that already. Fortunate like, situation. Okay. All right. Kobe, drug I think deal should... gone awry. Drug deal gone awry. What are you going to do? And were you in a coffin or were you just under a mound of soil? Oh, I was under a mound of soil. So God, I didn't have I to do the whole kill Bill thing. Right. You know, that would yeah. I could have done that. That would have been fine. You're confident you could have done that. Yes, I could have managed that for sure. Wow. Mm-hmm. You just have to focus all your energy into a knuckle and you're dunsies. I feel like you should be like an inspirational speaker. I feel like you should be telling people. Not for me. No, thanks. I'm a private person. Well, if you ever want to write that book down, Karen, I'd be interested in helping you. No way. Nope. Kobe, I I think we should work some of your story into this. I I, I think we should work your aunt into the story. I think like personal stories help. I think in addition to the French anthropomorphic barrel enemies and King K. Rule, is that right? King? Yes. King K. Rule and his Kremlings. Yes, I think we'll have like dual, dual antagonists. They'll be. I think like the Kremlings and King K. Rule. That is the body of the book. But we open with this French cell, and then an, after the big climactic battle, there's sort of a denouement, sort of a coda where we go back and attack the barrels. This sounds boring. What? No, I think this would be. This You're would be, describing this, it poorly. There's no, no real no, action I, happening. It's and not I think really... your aunt should be an assistant. Not like uh, like an ally to to uh, Donkey Kong, 
Are you want to put my aunt in the story? What? Yes. How is that? Yes. And that a whale. It's based on your your aunt and Donkey Kong will get trapped in a whale, and in in fiction we will vindicate your aunt. You're all over the place. A human woman is going to be just inserted into the Donkey, Donkey Kong, Kong Country? universe, sort of like April O'Neil and the Turtles, just like a just okay. like a, a a human ally to to our main protagonist. We always need to have a human in these stories. I mean, well, it is it is going to be read by humans. It is going to be read by humans. I'm not you sure. You don't if think it's... humans can read a story without a human in it? I just, I just think they'll they'll be open to the idea of you know maybe Donkey Kong can be kind of a wisecracking, you know. Maybe he himself raps. I don't know. Or or he's a fan of hip-hop. You know what I right. mean? And the ant is like, oh, come on. Be responsible. Do your math homework. Hmm. I, I'm wondering if, we, if you know, if we are going to insert my aunt, if she could, you know, maybe have a little something fun to do. I, you sure, know, I don't want yeah. to just be telling Donkey Kong to get in line and to stop yeah, goofing right. off, you know. Because yes, my aunt was... Yeah, women are more than that, Will. I know you have this view of women just being like task ma- nags. That's in what you think life, women are. In you my experience, women are nags almost 100% of the time. But well, yeah, that's not necessarily that's not necessarily everybody's wow. experience. Wow. Well, yeah, let's loud. give her something fun to do. Let's, uh, what, what are we thinking? Like um, chasing a husband? What are we thinking? You really have no idea about women. This is your. Hey, problem. I know people hate to hear it, but there are women who are interested in getting married, and I, that's not anti-feminist for me to bring that up. What do, what do we think? What were you thinking, Kobe, for for your aunt to do? That would be fun. I have. A, I can just give you some some biographical details of my aunt, um, and then maybe you Great. can figure maybe, out maybe what that'll. Yeah. yeah, she was a veteran. So oh, wow. yeah, she was in the Air Force. Oh wow! Great drone pilot. Okay. With uh, oh, because she just died recently. Yeah. Yeah. Um, drone pilot. Yes. Yes. Okay. Dozens of confirmed kills. Wow, that's in- intense. Yeah. So, and in it, not to belittle her service mm-hmm. or the the gravity of that act, but there is something video game ish about controlling a drone. I think there is like a joystick. Wow. And you're watching a monitor. I never made that connection. Um, let's see what else she uh, she loved. Uh, pina coladas just her favorite drink just was okay just was always you know how the blender always worn up in the house another batch of pina coladas on the way that's a familiar sound you walk in your aunt's house that blender's going yeah i just read you know my my alarm going off time to go to school and what do i hear in the kitchen Ooh. there goes that blender again a nice morning pina colada yeah for your for your aunt the drone pilot Okay, so maybe we do sort of a Jumanji slash Last Starfighter thing. Her favorite movie was Jumanji. Her favorite movie was Jumanji. Yeah. He paid seven hundred and fifty thousand mm-hmm, dollars mm-hmm. for the rights to Donkey Kong sixty four. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Of so course. So to course. me, it seems like this book should honor that video game and be mm-hmm. very totally closely agree. tied to it because I, he paid for the rights to it. He had an interest in it. And I don't know why you're doing this, but you're trying to skew him away from that idea. Good note. Good note. I don't want to do that at all. I want this to be a faithful adaptation. Now, you could write another book. You could write another book. You got all the time Mm -hmm. in the world. You got nothing going on. You could write another book about his aunt. You're talking to me now, I assume. Yeah. You're the one who writes the books, right? Yes, that's right. You're the one who writes the books. We don't have no, no, time no. I think to we write do, books. We can do this in one book. 
I, th- I think the, th- the story of Donkey Kong 64, just with a couple of tweaks, okay? Just like an opening 100, 150 pages on the ant and her, and her life as a drone pilot, and she gets sucked into it Jumanji style. Right, and, yes. And that's when the Donkey Kong 64 part can begin. So she's been she's been maybe playing the game, maybe mm-hmm. the controller gets struck by lightning, there and then go. she we you know and then she she goes we see her soul go into the cord connecting the controller the Nintendo sixty four that puts her inside the system she's inside the game. Yes. Wow, you should write this book, Kobe. That's a that's a great description. We'll see book? her soul. Yeah, you should write this book. Well, I mean, don't it, it is it is that something was like, for a professional. That was so. Uh, it was engaging. It was exciting. Yeah, no, no, it was good. It was I mean, kind of well thought out. I was on board. It's no, kind of like when you... Will's talking about it, and I just kind of zone out. He's just kind of droning on. Pardon the pun. Well, Kobe, remember you are the idea, man. Don't, don't, don't try to, don't try to change hats okay. very late in the process. You know, uh, I mean, yes, certainly if you want to, it's very common for someone to hire a ghostwriter to write part of it or to narrate part of it or to dictate the part that you're sure of it, but uh, I'll, I'll do the heavy lifting uh, on this writing. That was a big vote of confidence from Karen, though. I mean, it's just, because I, I never would have thought, I, but the reason I immediately was like, I got to find a ghostwriter with the, the balance of my budget. It's like, I couldn't write this thing, but. It's boring. I, Writing's boring. Yeah. But you know what? You can just dictate into your phone. Oh, wow. Well, you could write a little bit You can just dictate into your phone. Right. And it'll just type it all out for you. Not, not to and undermine I'll copy Karen's. edit it. I'll copy edit it and make sure it's right. You know, because there's a lot of punctuation errors when you do a talk right. to text. You know, but you can do it. It's really easy. It's simple. Karen, can I get your like your personal email? Yes, and, maybe and you I'll and just, I can yes. correspond. Yes, and I'll re- one we'll go out on the boat too. too. We'll go out on the boat, and we can talk oh, wow. more about it on the boat. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll resend that. my information just... too. I'll resend my information just in case you don't have it. Oh yeah, I, I got it. Battery. I got. I got, I got I your info. Battery. Well. I have a battery-operated blender. We could have some pina coladas out on the boat. Oh, that sounds like heaven. <laughs> yeah. I'll just have to bring the drama, mean. <laughs> <laughs> but don't bring the drama. Oh boy. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh. Oh. Well, I think we have enough information. I think we have, let's let's end this conversation immediately because I think we're going in sort of a dangerous direction. Karen and I will go off and come up with a plan. For the book, we'll talk about all these ideas, and if you don't mind, we can if we can do a follow up call tomorrow around this time. Oh yeah, sure. Because we always have some questions after we've thought about it. You might also, and then and then we can we can really decide if we're going forward with this. Per- I perfect. Hey, it's been a delight talking uh, to you, Karen. Just a just a yes, same. Just a real same. real treat, real thrill. Um, and will nice to talk to you as well. Uh, so yeah, I'll just I'll connect with you guys. Uh, uh, we'll call same you time tomorrow. tomorrow. Same time. Okay, yep. bye. Hello. If you're enjoying I Will Write Your Book, please do that thing that every podcast asks you to do and go and rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening. It makes a huge difference to us getting to new audience members. Also, if you have ever heard of social media, there's I Will Write Your Book on Instagram and I Will Write Your on Twitter, which features photos of our guests. And sometimes we get fun fan art that mocks up the covers of these books that we are talking about on these episodes. And it's really fun. So I hope you get a chance to check those out. And thanks so much for listening. Cassette tape number eight. This is a meeting with Karen Donahue. We are at the marina looking over 
the uh, looking over some boats just standing on the pier. Um, Karen, thanks for agreeing to meet with me here. So your boat's somewhere out, out here, huh? Yeah. So, yeah, I've got a lot of time. I mean, I don't mean to totally invite myself along, but if you ever... And I you know, I feel like it'd be kind of handy to help out so you don't have to run everything yourself. Um, I don't, I don't if, need help. Okay, well, just, you know, if you just if you do, like, if... I don't know, just... I could haul in the life preservers and just sort of mind the ropes or whatever happens at a boat. Then, no, just, you don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, well, you know, if, or just checking every, looking for leaks or whatever, or like just making sure that you there's plenty. You wouldn't do of, anything. You wouldn't do anything. Well, okay, company, hanging out, you know what I mean? Lounging around like a Duran Duran video, just sort of looking no, around over the ocean. Okay, wait. Well, just if you, if you, hey, I'll, it's I'll slip just, eighty-two. It's over there. See it? Oh, wow! Look, it's beautiful. My gosh, mm-hmm. yeah, it's a lovely, lovely boat. How do you make enough money to maintain this lifestyle? I, really? I know what I'm paying you. That's what your, that's your question. You're going to ask I'm me thinking, about my personal finances. I don't mean to get. You too need to personal. get your life together, okay? My you life is to, to, my life is largely together. I'm on an it? upswing. Yes, I'm on. A, I mean, I've certainly had some bottoms in my life, and some even very recent. But I would say that I'm on an upswing. Mm-hmm. Solidly, solid, strong trajectory up, mm-hmm. straight up, forty-five degrees. Have you done a pull-up? No, but I am trying, and I have a I have a pretty thick band that I can stand on the band, which you know that they, that's a way to like help when you're learning to do a pull-up. And I could do two or three when it, with the band, and hmm. I think if I do that every day, I'll build up to where I can do one without the band. Hmm. A bandless pull-up. I have a bit of a shoulder issue. I don't know if I told you. Did you put you sunscreen on? Uh, oh no! I. You're getting really see, red. Uh, no, I'm, I'll be all right. I know what I'm doing. Um, <laughs> you need to so, put sunscreen. You're, you will burn to a crisp out on the water. I have a great sense of my skin and where it's at. No, and I'm a great navigator of that. So mm, I'm on. No, I'm on top of it. True. I don't think that's the case. So what do you think about Kobe's book? I, I, you really think we should just stick to. Donkey Kong 64. I didn't hear a ton of narrative strength in the actual game. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I, I don't think he's going to go with you, Will. I don't think he's going to go with you. I think no, he kind of blew that re- meeting. I no, think no, he kind of th- blew that meeting. A hook, line, and sinker. He was, he was, he was on board. A barrel with googly eyes and a mustache? You don't think a barrel know. encasing the protagonist and slowly it's devouring him goofy. is... goofy googly eyes it's kind of goofy there's nothing threatening or scary about that at all can i just introduce a literary term to you karen would that be would that be condescending of me if i could do that yeah it would be well i'm gonna do it anyway and the term is juxtaposition okay (laughs) audiences love irony and googly eyes on your antagonist as it as it devours and dissolves the villain that is irony did you think i didn't know what juxtaposition was a juxtaposition is you standing here at the marina around these beautiful boats juxtaposition yes. you're very exactly out of place right. here yes. you're very right. out of place here and it's comical said- it's ridiculous yes that's right. you're, you're using it exactly right you're using yes. it exactly right yeah so see i think i know what juxtaposition means well, that's why the googly eyes are a great idea for the anthropomorphic you know, barrel guards. You could try. You know what? Let's see. I bet he writes it on his own. I don't uh, think so. You know what? You could really pose to him this ant story if you want. You know, let me give you an idea here, okay? She's sure, a yeah. drone queen. Ooh, like, like a, a queen bees? bee. Yeah. Those are drones. Yeah. 
but in real, uh, just what, in like in our, queen. she's is it, this is another world where she is a bee creature, or in our world she leads the bees as a human. Whatever, figure it out. Okay, well, well I just question. gave you the seed of the idea because I think you really blew it with this Donkey Kong sixty four. I think you I, blew it. Yeah, I think you really blew it. You were trying to mix up all the ideas, and you're doing this and doing that. I gotta sit down. Are you winded? I'm winded. I can't believe how far we've walked. I, you didn't tell me the marina was going to cover such a large area. Yeah. Well, how can you, there's no benches never right make here? It a day out how, what is with our society that there's, there's no, no benches, benches here because people walk? These are walkways to walk to your boat. There's plenty of rooms for benches. I just, there, there's there, no, but there's no need for them because people have boats that they go out on, and you can sit on your own boat. When somehow, you own a as a boat, society, that's what the we've agreed for. to a world the, where there's that's, no that's benches, the and I'm is for. fed go up. To a I think park. people should go be allowed to sit down. I go to parks. There's barely any benches in parks. There's plenty of benches in parks. No, there's like two or three on the entrance. Okay, this is a walkway. To get to your boat, these are just walkways to get to your boat. There's no reason to be here if you don't have a boat. You're so being I don't such know a why woman right here. now. Do you know that you're being such a woman? It is so entrenched in you. You can't help it. Okay, you're just steeping with misogyny. What's your advice? What can I do to get this guy back on I board? I gave you advice. The queen. It's the ant story. The drone idea. queen. Ants? That's the way to hook him back. Oh, yoy, yoy. All right. Okay. okay you know what? Why it. don't you just? You know what you should do. What? Go home and look in a mirror for a good five minutes. That's How's it. That gonna help? How's that going to help? Anything? It will. Okay? Just sit and look at yourself for five look at your minutes. Arms. How jacked are five you? Look at your minutes. arms. How strong are your shoulders? They're very strong. It's incredible. Do you want to have a push up competition? No. Gosh, no. You sure? I'll, I'll definitely lose. There's, right. no, there's no reason to have it. Yeah. Right. I'll do a couple right now. Here we go. Look. <laughs> That's a half a one. You have to go all the way down and all the I way back up. I can't do it. I can't I know. do it. I know. All right. I'll see you tomorrow. All right. This is cassette tape number nine. Uh, back on a Zoom call with Karen Donahue and Kobe Mojito. Uh, Kobe, are you there? Kobe, yeah. did you have fun on the boat yesterday? Oh, my God. <laughs> what a, a delight. Time. Just had the, the time of my life. After we spoke, you went on the boat. Yeah, Karen? that's why I was at the marina. I was down there. I was right I was there. You Kobe. could have brought me along. Oh, you mm. were there too. I didn't see you. I, I must I, have missed I, you. I must have been. I must have been earlier than when you guys went out. But yeah, Karen and I were at. We're at the marina. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. It was. I mean, I just. It. It was so invigorating. I, I headed on over to the marina. Take the PCH on down. Boy, what a what a great drive that was! Isn't no traffic, so really? beautiful. I know. It's and a then time to drive. I've never then, done uh, it. It's you've never done it. You gotta do you've it. Never driven up or down the PCH. Never, no, never had occasion to. I should, I should look for. Have one. you ever been to Malibu? Not yet. I hear, I've heard great things. Oh. Yeah, well, you gotta go. Um, and okay, so you guys, you know, because Karen and I met yesterday just as just a business meeting, and then I I kind of was out there on the west side with nothing to do, and I went to an Applebee's and just sat in the waiting area for four to five hours. I could have, I had a lot of time. It's hmm, unfortunate. Hmm, yeah. Well, you missed huh. out. We had a great time. We right? had a we ha- oh my, we had a great time. So I loaded up on the drama mean. Uh, <laughs> Left the drama on the dock. (laughs) (laughs) And then uh, we went out there. We got that battery-powered blender wearing. Boy. Wow. You know your way around a mainsail. It is just really, just watching you steer that bad boy was really impressive. 
Oh, yeah, it's fun. It's good to get out there, feel the wind in your hair. Well, anyway, um, so just about your book, uh, Kobe, I just want to let you know that I'm really excited about it. And, you know, we, mm-hmm. we tossed around a lot of ideas yesterday, and I just I want to make sure that you're happy. So if you do or don't want your aunt to be part of the story, I think either way this works. We can either just focus on the mythology of Donkey Kong 64 exclusively, just King K. Rule and his Kremlings, the coconut gun, or if you want, we can have this kind of framing device of your aunt and the Jumanji style entering into the game itself. Do you have any instincts on that? What speaks to what you want more? Yeah, Karen, you and I uh, were talking about this a little bit, mm-hmm. um, and I think we ended up on the same page. Right. That That's great. I love to hear that you arrived at something. That's good news. Yeah, that uh, really the, the aunt character feels peripheral to sure. the narrative that we well, that exists within Donkey Kong 64. I mean, she's not in the 64 game. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Right. And so we were thinking that what if instead it was kind of a Karen-y char- type character what? Uh, that, was a, uh, that was Donkey Kong's companion mm-hmm. and Wait. it was kind of her story. Mm-hmm. So that's just taking what I suggested, but putting Karen in instead of the ant. Hey, Kobe, if this boat's a rockin', don't come a knockin'. <laughs> remember? <laughs> yeah, I remember. <laughs> uh, inside uh, joke, Will. Don't worry about inside it. Inside joke. He doesn't inside need to know. Joke. He doesn't need to know. I think I get it. You're implying that if there was sexual activity going on on the boat, that people shouldn't interrupt. Is what you're implying. Um, I think I get it. I think I get it, even though I wasn't there. So, okay, 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 fine, fine. So we use the idea of a human companion, but it's not the end. It's Karen. Great. Let's just do Karen. So, like, do we have Donkey Kong get stuck in a whale? Is that what happens? And then Karen rescues Donkey Kong? Is that what we think should happen? Well, I think what we were discussing, um, and Karen, feel free to fill in the gaps here, but that Karen is kind of uh, King K. Rule's assistant, King mm-hmm. K. Rool being the big bad guy, and King K. Rool is just a real fucking dipshit, just a right. real fucking. And I'm moron. like, come on, do he's your a, homework. He's a real idiot. Yeah. yeah, I'm like, come on, get your act together. Read so a what, book. you are nagging. You are nagging in the story, which is what I said. What? I don't think it's nagging. No, it's I not think nagging. It's more you're a like life character coaching. and you're nagging. It's more like life coaching. It's yeah, more it like giving like direction. Right what I said, giving direction to a directionless most, life. Okay. 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 So you're there. You're kind of saying, get your life, life together. Coaching. Right. Get some. Get some exercise. Wake up early in the morning. Do some sit-ups. Do some push-ups. Do some pull-ups. You need some upper body arm strength, okay? Yeah, King K. Roll, just look look in the mirror for five minutes. Just yes. just look at yourself, right? And and think and just think what went wrong. Okay, great. Right. So I'm writing all these notes Where down, and I think mistakes? these are great ideas, and I'm really happy about it, and I love it, and I love this whole idea, and I feel great. So. We got a book here. Is that, is that what we're going to do? So King K. Rule's the antagonist. Karen is what? She betrays King K. Rule and goes over to Donkey Kong's side or something? Yeah, I think ultimately she, like, he gets his, King K. Rule gets his comeuppance. Hey, Kobe, and, I just texted you. Oh, hold on. I got to check this real quick. What, you can just talk to him. We're right here on a call together. You don't have to talk to him. <laughs> he does. He does. <laughs> Who does? Uh, anyway, uh, 
inside joke. Don't worry about it. So he's so anyway. Infuriating. King K. Rule is just kind of you know he's just he's just dumb as shit. Doesn't know what he's doing. Completely inept at his job. Karen is trying to get him on the right course. Learns that's a that's just impossible an impossible task. That's just Mm. never gonna happen. Right. And so uh, swings uh, a la Donkey Kong on Mm. on over to the side of good. And uh, leads to his downfall. I think that's kind of the broad narrative arc we landed on. Right. That's what I remember. Uh-huh. Does King K. Rule in this universe have some kind of job that he does? Is there some kind of occupation that he has, do you envision, besides leading his Kremlings? Uh, like, yeah, uh, he's Ghost Rider. He's okay. like a burgeoning Ghost Rider. It's okay, like, you know what? I'm not interested like, he's in doing the book. I'm not interested in doing the book. I'm not interested in doing the book. I don't need it. You need the money, Will. I don't need it. I'm doing good. I went went for a bike ride last night. Two laps around my block. Oh, God. Okay. Kobe, thank you so much for your possible business. And I would just like to say that I wish you well. And I I hope that you find success with your book. But I I think I'm not a good fit. (laughs) I just got your text. (laughs) Stop texting. Stop texting. You're talking. You're talking on Zoom. You're You're face to face. You're so right. It's so funny. There's no need for that. There's no need for this. For this. You know, um, I did a pull up last night. Did you? Did you really? Bandless pull up. No band. Did you get all the way up? Did you get your chin over the bar? I did. You got got your chin chin over the bar. I did. I got my chin over the bar. Hmm. Did you look at yourself in the mirror for five minutes? I couldn't. Because I tore my subscapular rotator cuff. Oh my huh. God! You looked That's it a rough up. Injury. What it was? Well, in the emergency you room, they it told up? me. Oh, you no, went to I the didn't... ER last night? Yeah, I ripped my rotator cuff. And you didn't lead cuff. with that. You didn't say that at all. Well, no, because I just didn't. I was uh, the the book is the subject of the day here, so I didn't want to. Who steal... took you to the ER? Huh? Who took you there? I walked. You took yourself, you walked there, and you stayed in the ER all by yourself? I was so mad at myself that I wanted the time to berate myself as I walked over. You know, that's when you need to call a friend. Yeah. That's what friends are for. They this go to the ER try, with I you. tried to call you, and it went to a voicemail. Oh, yeah. You don't really get good reception out on the water. Yeah. Hmm. Kobe, I wish you well. Uh, I think real, I'm not... Real I'm, downer to end the, end the call. I just... No, I don't think so. I think this is a happy ending. I think you're going to okay. do a great job to write the book on your own. Uh, maybe Karen can help you write it. She can copy edit your dictation. Right. Uh, yeah. I'll do that. Let me ask yeah, you this. We'll do, yeah, we'll do it. Yeah, we're we'll definitely going to do that. Yeah. Are, gonna the do googly that. We'll eyes, are the googly eye French barrels in the story? Um, I think we figured out pretty early on that that wasn't going to work. Yeah, it's not yeah. going to work. I mean, like really when you when sense. when you initially pitched it to me, I was like taking my own notes, and then I wrote down googly eyed barrels, and then I I took a separate pen and crossed it out in red ink. You had to get a separate pen to do that. Yeah, because I have one for like you know, I, one pen for for notes, and then one for like corrections, like mm-hmm. a red pen or something. yeah, like a red pen. Yeah. Okay, well that's good for me to it know. It kind of makes a joke of the world. Yeah, right? to have googly eyes, yeah. it kind of doesn't really fit in with. The reality of it. But know? having a ghost writer crocodile who's berated for bad upper body strength doesn't make a joke of the world? That's juxtaposition. Juxtaposition, right. That's a t- uh, Karen told me, I didn't know this term, and she taught it to me. Juxtaposition. 
I'm going to be honest with you guys. I'm currently filled with rage. And I don't think that it would be professional for me to express that. Hmm. So look I'm going to mirror. wish... You need to what? look in the mirror. Look in the mirror. Okay, I'll do it. I'm going to do it. I'm. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Look at me. Oh not God. with us. Not with us. On here. your own. So, we don't, okay, not sorry. I'll do, it later. I'll do it later. I'll do it later. I'm sorry. I got really wrapped up. Oh my gosh, that was intense. Kobe, I'm sorry to end on a downer, but I think you got this book well in hand, and I wish the memory of your aunt well. Thank and you. And I wish you success with this adaptation. I think, I think, I think you've got a good passion of it. And if you need to lampoon me for your antagonist, that I that is totally fine. I'll sign away any rights if if that's even a concern. Uh, not it a concern. Not it a wasn't concern. A concern at all. Okay, yeah, that's no. fine. I'll see you tonight, Kobe. I'll see you tonight, Karen. <laughs> goodbye, too. I'm also saying goodbye. I'm also saying goodbye. Yeah, he's saying goodbye. goodbye. Oh, who cares? Uh, who cares? Uh, hello, everybody. That's another episode of I Will Write Your Book. Thanks so much for listening. My name's Will Hines. I played the character named Will Hines. You can find me on Twitter, W-I-L-L-H-I-N-E-S. And I have another podcast I do called Screw It. We're just going to talk about comics where my brother and I talk about comic books we loved as children. Never before have two grown men been stuck on the loves of their childhood, but come hear it for the first time on our podcast. Hi, I'm Pam Murphy, and I played Karen Donahue. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at MurphyPlease or MurphyPlease.com on the internet. And nice, nice. download Quibi. <laughs> That's right, Pam is in a Quibi show. Which we've stopped just saying the name of the show. You're just now just <laughs> promoting the app in general and hoping that they stumble on to your show in the middle of that. Right. Hi, I'm Nick Weiger. I played Kobe Mojito. <laughs> and you can check out my podcast, Doughboys, the podcast about chain restaurants and how did this get played, where we play through the worst and weirdest video games of all time. Um, yeah, thanks so much. And thanks, everybody, for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye. Ever wanted to hear from the neighbor at 9 Cloverfield Lane? Or what if I told you that Dr. Loomis's worst patient wasn't Michael Myers? I'm Adam Peacock, host of the podcast My Neighbors Are Dead. Join me each week as I talk to the lesser-known characters from your favorite horror films. Each week is an all-new, fully improvised journey into the unknown, featuring friends and luminaries from the worlds of comedy, horror, and beyond. New episodes every Tuesday on Campfire Media. Subscribe now on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. Campfire.